across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Oh, you guys are so funny. Uh, Jack Pagati on social media on Twitter says, I'm imagining rugby players going through the anger management process after a rough tackle. <laughs> As if they would stop in the middle of the game to go through the five steps, the five steps of dealing with the anger. Allow the anger, you know, allow it to manifest. Accept it. Be one with it. No, they, I, maybe after the game, Jack, maybe after the game. As somebody else, Nat Aubrey says, Kathy, we have people who are proudly short-tempered and will tell you that. You know, I'm short-tempered. How do you deal with such people? Look, I think ultimately it's a you know personal choice of self-development, right? If you consistently are short-tempered and that, uh, you know, that has an impact on your ability to have relationships and, you know, maybe it negatively affects those relationships, you've got to take the responsibility to actually want to change it. Nobody else is going to do it for you. So, yeah, I I think those people, if they're not willing to deal with the issue, then the only other option you have is to let them be and see how far it's going to get them. Okay, so let's go straight into our Municipal Watch feature then, and we're continuing with the water woes at the Umzinyati District Municipality in KwaZulu-Natal. In our last conversations, there were serious allegations of corruption that were made by the UDM's Boise Gumede, who called into the show uh, on the 6th of July saying billions of rand meant for a borehole water project had been embezzled. This was refuted by Mayor Petros Ngubani, who himself accused of mis- accused Mr. Boise Gumede of having been part of a corrupt administration um, before they took over within the Umzinyati district. So just maybe a brief reminder of what that conversation went Oh, of how that conversation went, rather. I am really shocked that the mayor could come on air and talk so much lies. Just currently in, uh, in Singa, uh, there, there was 30 million, uh, that was earmarked for, for holes in four wards of Singa. That money is gone. There are no, there are no four holes. The mayor is so dishonest. They are becoming so creative with the public funds. And what they write and send to wherever they account, it's it's a pure lie. It's a rook. Mr. Ngubani? No, boys, no, I'm watching UTF. It's a rook. Mr. Ngubani? Is it Mr. Ngubani that's speaking? Sometimes we sweet sometimes we platforms is campaigning for the UTM for nothing. They did nothing. Not a single tap of water was open while they were there. Nothing. That Why boy is it. That boy is was waiting is from Pomoroy, is from He's doing nothing. He's talking, talking, talking lies. Because he has a scope code. They did nothing, and he came as 200,000 behind the scene. They collaborated with our former employees, and he got that money for nothing. Why were you fired? Because I you didn't you spend that money. You know how to spend that money. You spend that money. Why you work with the NC there? Which type can you tell me? Where, which area did you open the type of water? 
while you are the deputy mayor's uh, PA? Nothing. What, what you let us down from 2011 to 2016. You did not work. All right, gentlemen, I'm going to have to come in at this point because I no longer have time. I no longer have time for my program. It is done. It is one minute after midday. Goodbye to all of you. We will have to... Yo. Guys, please turn down the faders. Please turn down the faders. We'll have to have a, a, another part two of that conversation. All right, so as you heard there, the conversation not quite ending because of the multiple allegations that were being made by the officials on the platform making those allegations against each other. And we'll find out then exactly what have been the challenges in as far as water provision is concerned in the Umzinyati District Municipality and it affects areas such as Ngutu which I had mentioned earlier that uh, has been quite adversely affected. On the other side of this, we uh, I'll tell you who our guests are going to be and we'll get straight into that conversation. Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana, weekdays 9 a.m. till midday. You're tuned into our Municipal Watch feature that we're reinstating today. And today we're focusing on the Umzinyati District Municipality and the provision of water in that area. Let me welcome onto the platform the MEC, Sipothomuga, who is the KwaZulu-Natal MEC for Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs. Uh, Mr. Thomuga, good morning to you. Morning, Good morning to the listeners as well. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for making time for this conversation. Boise Gumede is part of the UDM in that province. Uh, good morning, <coughs> Mr. Gumede. Good morning, I'm going to ask you just to speak a little bit louder, Mr. Gumeda, because I, I am, you know, I'm not hearing you as clearly as I would want to. And then I also understand that uh, Mr. Petros Ngubani, who is the mayor of the Umzinyati District Municipality, he's locked in a meeting, but uh, he should be able to join us shortly. I think it will be very important for him uh, to continue to be part of this conversation. So as soon as he becomes available, we will put him on the line. So quite a lot came out from the previous conversation in terms of the challenges that um, the area is facing, the Umzinyati district municipality is facing when it comes to the provision of water. Um, Mr. Boisigumede, perhaps if I can give you an opportunity just to describe uh, the nature of the challenges that you've been facing, and then I'll get the MEC to give us just an overview of how the province has been dealing with some of these challenges. Yes, can you hear me now? I can hear you. It's still not great, but you you can go for it. Yes. Um, Let me describe the situation as this. I spoke to one of the... IST councillors, what councillors in community how to describe the situation as the crisis, water crisis, not just to say it's just water, it's a crisis, it's a serious situation. So, um, as from August 2019, we've been attending to the trying to find out exactly what is the problem. We, we can see that there are problems, there is no water, there are a lot of uh, pro- protests. Uh, we've seen over nine protests in 2017. We've seen over 
nine protests, water protests. So we thought, let's go for it. And we started by uh, engaging the municipality through fire provisions, requesting for the water water provisions uh, plan, of which to this date none has come forth. And we had to resort into approaching the Human Rights Commission because water provision is a human rights provision guaranteed in the Constitution. So if the municipality, municipality, which is the Water Service Authority, neglect to fulfill that right, the South African Human Rights Commission should kick in. So what has been the outcome of all of these processes, the request for information, your bid to have the South African Human Rights Commission intervene? What came out of it? So far, the last conversation I had with the Human Rights Commission was yesterday. Uh, making a follow-up on our submissions that we sent to them after they have told us what the Indian municipality has said. Now, what is of more interest, where my interest is mostly, is on the issue of boreholes in finger in forward, which is what one, three, five, and six. According to the submissions by the Minister Minister to the Human Rights Commission, they had spent 30 million some change to install the water for homes. And I can I can attest to you now, none has been installed. Absolutely none. And the thirty million gone. I've been to one of the roads and in, in this particular road I found just two dark holes to that type and nothing else, and the money is gone. So just to understand, Mr. Boise, the, so the, there are holes that have been dug, but have those holes been left as they are? So uh, it's in, an incomplete project, and therefore it's not able to provide water. Or are you saying that, you know, there have been no holes dug at all, but the money to, 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 to actually create boreholes has all been um, spent? In this particular ward, there were only two dark uh, water holes and mm. they're standing like that, abandoned. Only two, not six in finger. And the rest are up to the councillors from this other ward. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. Let me bring into the conversation MEC Sipo Khomuka. Uh, MEC, your opportunity to respond. Firstly, there is the issue of a general water crisis that the Umzunyati District Municipality is facing. How aware are you of this problem? It has been going on for many, many years now. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Let me start by uh, appreciating the challenges of water in general, in general in South Africa. Remember that water is uh, it's one of the scarcity resources that we are faced with in, in, in South Africa, however, even in Cape Town. And we understand that uh, you can't live without water. Hence, we, we say 
water is life, uh, uh, and we have a responsibility as government to provide uh, water and other services to our people. We indeed, I'm aware that there are challenges of water in uh, Umkanya water. You remember that uh, we, when the in the sixth administration, the premier in his uh, state of the province address, he directed that water must be a priority in cases and because our people they are suffering uh, to not have water. Hence, we started the process of assessing and developing a provincial water master plan, which detects where are the challenges which wards in 910 wards in Wazulu-Natan, which wards have water, which wards uh, don't have water. We then work with all uh, uh, water service authorities, which uh, mainly are districts, including Zinyachi as, as, as a district. We also liaise with the National Department of Water and Sanitation, because you know that the issue of water is uh, managed by the Department of, of Water. And by that time, we're engaging with Minister uh, Mama Sisulu, and we've now there's a new uh, minister of which we have already uh, uh, written a letter to meet the minister uh, um, to discuss the issue of water. And we we are aware that uh, all districts, they are receiving uh, grants that deal with water. Then they allocate on the uh, long-term projects which are providing water in, 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 in water tap, so they must put pipes. But also there are projects that have been done by the district uh, to do a bohol. I'm not sure which one, uh, uh, boys, uh, uh, my brother, boys, is, is referring to. But as a provincial government, we also allocated uh, our, uh, some budget uh, to deal with borehole uh, uh, across the province. And Umzenyat is one of the districts that we have boreholes that we have grilled in, in around surrounding uh, uh, Umzenyati. Uh, I can even indicate uh, 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 some uh, 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 words or, or projects, like if I'm saying at Ward 16, we have a borehole in Bahula's village, uh, which is a production at Bohol. We also have a Bohol in uh, Ward 5 and Ward 3, uh, Makomo and Ward 5 again, Mbabane and Rock Drift, Ward 12 and Ward 13, and Daya. And there are number of Bohol across from Zinyatin. Look, I, I, I will, I, I on, I'm only talking about the Bohol that we are, we have appointed our service provider to do it. And you know that before you grill a bohun, you you appoint a, a, a geologist to assess the the land and to assess if there is water underneath. And most of the bohuns uh, that are done by us, uh, there is water. And we are 90% and others 100%. In the past few weeks, I was in Zululand uh, 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 to 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 open and to show that these boreholes that that they are working and, and, and our people 
MEC, uh, uh, I'm going to ask you just to uh, hold it there for me. We'll continue with you and, of course, the rest of our guests after this. I'll also be taking your calls on 011-714-2006. For now, it's 11.30. Luyanda has the latest news headlines. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. We continue the conversation on the talking point and we're focusing on the Umzinyati District Municipality and the water difficulties that have been experienced there. Boise Gumede describing it as a water crisis. Uh, the MEC says there have been several interventions that they have been involved in. So, uh, MEC Klomuka, let's just go to the issue of the boreholes, right? What we were told the last time is that there were, in fact, boreholes in the Umzinyati district municipality that had been left unattended. And that uh, statement came from uh, Petros Ngubani, who is the mayor of the Umzinyati district municipality. Let me, in fact, welcome him on the line. He's just managed to join us. Mr. Ngubani, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you for making time for us. Let's let's begin with the issue of the boreholes that you acknowledged the last time we spoke on the 6th of July, that there were boreholes that had been left, you know, people, they, they were service providers that came, they dug holes and basically left it in that state. Um, I think first and foremost, may I take this opportunity to thank you and also thank the listeners uh, for affording us an opportunity uh, to respond and also to continue with the interview we started last time, but because of some issues, um, uh, other issues that were involved, we couldn't continue. Um, I think that was the concern that was raised by not only ourselves, but the community out there, as you are aware, that we dig holes which are dangerous in any way and were left uh, also incomplete, uh, the boreholes. But I understand, having I said that, uh, that um, uh, recently we received information that also the Cocta MEC, our line function MEC uh, from this province, will be also doing a local inspection on these boreholes uh, uh, because of, uh, I think, uh, this week or next week, uh, because the technical team met to do the local inspection and prepare for uh, his visit. And unfortunately, I think this has, taken, has been taken by the events because the people lodged complaints and also not only with your um, uh, uh, station, but with other stations as well. Uh, unfortunately, they don't know who is responsible because we are known as the Water Service Authority as the people who must have done that. Unfortunately, as I brought Mr. Mtembu, our MM, who also used to be a technical uh, uh, head of department before here, has got a vast experience in this uh, 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 um, service delivery will assist me. But as far as we are concerned, we as Umzinyati has not done like that. But we had during the 
um, uh, uh, COVID period, uh, I think it was locked, locked down, and it was level four, um, uh, where the government decided upon assisting us as municipalities with, um, uh, uh, in fact, uh, uh, speeding up of these projects to deliver, to bring the uh, water service to the people. Unfortunately, I think the consultant and the contractor was also given to us, um, and also, yes, the money was also assigned to us, but it was handled and also supervised at that level. At, at which level? At a provincial level or at a national level? It won't be easy for me to say so because you know that the money at the end of the day comes from national. But information came from the provincial level. <laughs> Excuse me, we got information. In fact, the consultant and contractor came from the national. They uh, came from the national. Mm. Emisi Khamuka, what do you know about this project, the the project of 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 of, of building these boreholes uh, in communities in the Umzinyati district? Where were those resources coming from? Who ultimately needs to be held accountable for the fact that this project has been left incomplete in these communities? Look, I think I've, I've indicated that uh, there are projects that are done at the district level, there are projects that are done at the provincial and the national uh, level. And the mayor is correct that the budget we normally receive from national, and we receive from national treasure and for water, they will send it to Department of National Water and, Sanita- and Sanitation Department. They will then sometimes appoint their service providers to the street or they will allocate budget. Now, it's difficult uh, uh, for me to really be specific on this specific uh, uh, project because I'm not sure which project is that. However, the mayor is correct that on this week, Thursday, I decided there are projects that we have done in the provincial government in terms of the poholes and the product we have done in terms of electricity. We are going to lighten some part, what to everything to give electricity to our people, but also to do a local a visit on all water projects around Umsinga uh, uh, or even though you want to all, all, all of them. And part of that is to deal with the complaints that uh, our people they have, uh, have reported to us that they have challenges of, 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 of so, water. So, so, so MEC, so, sorry to come in there. You would have been long aware of the problem and the challenge of water and the various interventions that are being, you know, entered into to try and alleviate this problem. So the the issue of accountability becomes an important one. There must be somebody at the end of the day who can be held accountable 
for the fact that they have dug up these holes as part of a response, by the way, to COVID-19 and needing to give communities access to water. And they have not been able to complete that work. There must be some kind, there has to be somebody who at the end of the day, whether it's one person, multiple people, a certain department that is held accountable for that. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not in the position to mention people's name because we are dealing with government as a whole. But it's important that when we deal with government as a whole, we're able to differentiate in terms of the uh, fears of government. I'm saying we still have a responsibility, even the project that are done by a district, because district they receive grant from national, they receive grant from ourselves, even if they have. They are doing projects for themselves. They appoint consultants, they appoint uh, uh, contractors. But we still have a responsibility uh, to support and ensure that 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 project is being completed and our people, they receive water. Yes, uh, nobody is taking away from that responsibility, MEC. But I'm saying that you as a, a, an official, must be able to follow up and hold people accountable. So when you follow up on this matter, are you following it up with the district when the district is saying we were not responsible for these resources because they never actually arrived at us, uh, arrived with us or landed in our accounts? Who are you following up with? Look, it's not the first time visiting Zinyati. The mayor will tell you, it's not the first time visiting Zinyati in visiting projects of service delivery and we need to we can't just say who's who's responsible we need to assess first who that's why the the mayor said they are technical uh, experts that are already on the site uh, checking and assessing who funded this project who was appointed who appointed that that those service providers will then get a report uh, 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 today late of, of all those projects, so that when we go there, if there are people who have done wrong things, uh, they've misused the, the resources of government, well, they're not going to deal with that. I'm saying it's not the first time uh, visiting and supporting uh, and providing uh, 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 support to municipalities. It's an ongoing thing. That's why we, I decided just to go there on Thursday. No one said come here on Thursday, but because we know why caring government with the responsibility to ensure that our people, they receive water. And we are working with all spheres of government. Hence, we are, the, the mayor is aware that we are coming there at Mzingati. We are working with all... So, uh, so, uh, so MEC, basically, you don't know. Right now, you don't know. You're waiting for a report that is going to tell you who was in charge of, of this project, what they were meant to do, and why it has not been done. But as it stands, you don't have no, the answers no, to my please, questions. Please. No, 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 no. Even yourself, you, we, are, we are told. You see, sometimes to be brief, I can brief before, and, and, and now it's important that I go there and I see for myself. Remember yourself, we have, no, we have not went there, but already we have concluded that there is, a, there, is, there is a problem based on the present that we have received. Either it's a complaint or what. We have received those mm-hmm. complaints and we have sent our team. Remember, the province are indicated we have 910 watts. You can't really go to all of them, literally. But we, 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 from time to time, we visit this site 
and we want to see what our people they've, 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 they've raised to us. So the narrative or the conclusion that they were not sure, I, I'm sure because I have reported in my in, in, in my in, 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 in my in my table, but I said. I think there's a challenge here. Let's go and, and, and verify this information. And uh, part of part of a uh, part of, 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 of our responsibility or our role is to verify. Don't just go to a conclusion before mm-hmm. because anyone can come and say here on, on, on SAA FM and say a particular mayor is corrupt because he's doing this and that. Then I can't just conclude. I must first assess and interview so that I come to a determination with a correct and informed decision. All right. We'll continue our conversation. You can get in touch with us on 011-714-2006. I'll be taking your calls after this. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We're continuing to shine the spotlight on the water challenges, the water crisis, as it has also been described in the Umzinyati District Municipality. Of course, one of the big issues has been around boreholes, or at least some boreholes that were dug up in areas but um, have really been left bare. They've just dug up holes and, and left them without completing the project. It doesn't seem that there's a clear answer of, 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 of why this has been the case. Who has been running this project? Um, the district municipality says, well, it came from higher up. You heard from MECC Potlomuka, who says he's waiting Hello. to be briefed on that matter. So on the line, we have Boise Gumede. He's uh, with the UDM in KwaZulu-Natal. He is the provincial administrator there. Petro Sungubane is the mayor of the Umzinyati district municipality. And MECC Potlomuka is with the uh, KZN uh, legislature. And of course, he is the cooperative governance and traditional affairs MEC in that province. Let me quickly go to the phone lines. Sia, you're calling us from... Ward 15 in Ngutu. Good morning to you. Hi, Kathy. How are you? I'm well, thank you, Sia. Go for it. I'm good. Look, um, to be honest, Kathy, I'm, I'm a bit disturbed by some of the feedback that you're getting here. But the reality here is, and I'm from Ward 15 in Ngutu, that's where my driver. Although I'll tell you, we'll know the area. Uh, I actually just want to explain the situation there. So you're sitting with a community that does not have water. They go draw water in a river with cows. And if anything, they then told, go boil that water so that it's cleaner. But for you to boil that water, you need electricity. And in most cases, those, 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 those communities cannot even afford electricity. That's how poor those rural areas are in wood. <laughs> so I'm going to ask them a question. question. Really, which I want to tell you, the Babushomuga to specifically respond to <laughs> and commit to a date to. What 15 and what? There's no water there. I want to know when is water going to start running from the taps? The taps they must start running there. There are taps, but the taps are right. I try. So sorry to come in there. Can, can the guests who are also on the line please just try and be mindful? You are also on air. So I think okay, some, so, of you, some of you are having sorry, conversations. Um, so let's just uh, be mindful of that. All right, Sia, go, go continue. I want to know, because we've spoken to one Mr. Butelezi from the district there. The municipality as well. This morning I spoke to him actually. So I want to know a specific date commitment. So 
I want to specify, I don't want something in the peripheral. Honestly, it irritates me when people start insulting each other about corruption and they start saying, you know, some, they talk about things in the peripheral. I want a specific date commitment. I want to know, based on their plans, when are we going to see water start running in the taps and move in what 15? When is that going to happen? It, it has been dry since 2015. I want to know when is it actually going to happen. A specific answer, I don't want anything else. I don't want a date commitment. That's when we're going to come back to you and say it's done or not done. So when is that date? All right, Sia, um, I'm going to get you an answer to your question. Let me quickly go to uh, Solomon in Middleburg. Solomon, good morning. Good morning, Kathy. Um, good morning to the the guests there. But uh, Kathy, uh, I'm really disturbed by the answers that you're getting from this panel of the uh, MEC, the the, the councillor, as well as the the, the mayor. Or uh, you know, they're taking this, the, the the community of this country for granted. These big belly politicians. How long will they sit in the offices? with a list of project items which they don't go and give feedback to the community as to where the, 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 how the progress is, is going of executing these projects. They are not ashamed of uh, digging boreholes, leave these boreholes. Uh, if, if a borehole, you dig it and uh, you don't put the necessary measures, that borehole is just going to collapse. During, uh, when it starts raining, or maybe as the, the time goes by. And uh, uh, you need to put the infrastructure, the pipelines, the tanks, etc., etc. I mean, these guys, uh, uh, I, I'm from Guiani. There was a water project just failed. You've heard about it in the, in the radio. Uh, you offer these councillors assistance or technical assistance because I'm, I'm, I'm uh, of an engineering uh, uh, background. Uh, these guys, they will avoid you by all means, so they can be able to lose, you know, without uh, a fail. So um, I'm really, really ashamed at their answers, dodging the bullet, you know, trying to, to help play hide-and-seek. Uh, uh, they they don't know where the money came from, but yet it ended by them, and they, 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 they were able to blow the money without the, uh, the goods being delivered. It's a, it's a shame. Shame on you. Let me see, shame on you, Mayor. What a shame. Why don't you market those offices? Thanks, Kathy. All right. That's a call there from Solomon. Very strong views out in Middleburg. Uh, Mr. Ngubani, let me come to you. Sia wants to know when Ward 15 can expect to have water. Do you have an answer for him? He says he wants specific timelines and deadlines that you're working with. I think first and foremost, one need to appreciate that uh, uh, Sia from Mutu had to raise that uh, uh, question. We are aware that uh, we put more than 50 million rand to upgrade our our water treatment and uh, uh, facility there at Fence Drift so that all the people of Mutu can benefit because the system was not used to accommodate all the people of Mutu and it was also aging. And we saw that it was important that we upgrade it and also refurbish it and also increase the, 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 the power, uh, which was also given 6 million rand to attend to. And close by where he is talking about, we have also allocated money to also deliver water at uh, 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 in the area which is in Dindindi, 
uh, which is close by there. I know what 15 is just close to um, <clears throat> to what 12, which is also close to our water treatment center, which is the advanced drift. So we might be also having uh, next financial year money earmarked for this Kwamakweba area of Ward 15. We are aware, uh, but we have decided upon upgrading of the advanced uh, drift. So as it stands, uh, Mayor, you, you actually don't have a, a timeline? The timeline will be next financial year, Madam, because already we are embarking on that uh, facility. Because even if you can try and put the system or the project down there, if you don't have the capacity, you'll be having a problem. Our infrastructure was aging because of some reason. It was all, all very old and also made for the small community. Now the community is grown. And we thought it was appropriate that more than 50 million rand is earmarked for this facility to be upgraded and also try and address the aging infrastructure because piping were bursting all the time and gave us a problem. Then we'll consider going to Omakweba, having started with Dindi, sure. it's going to come this financial year. All right. Uh, Mr. Gumede, I'm going to give you just a, a, a brief moment to also weigh in on the conversation here. Okay. But I don't know with okay. your permission, there is that gentleman who spoke about us as the MEC. I want to respond on behalf of the MEC, but I think it is not fair for the person to say we are not accountable and we are not, in fact, uh, doing our work. Because it was during the day, a time of the lockdown when the department at national level gave us the money for drought relief. Uh, well, we know it go via the province. And also, strange enough, because this was, in fact, uh, something which is going to speed up the process of giving people water. Remember, that is COVID, and the schools also needed water and everybody. Yeah, but so, if the project was such a priority, Mayor, the point is that some of the questions that are being asked today, you would have answers to those questions. It wouldn't be a case of still trying to go back to look at who were the contractors, what did they do, what didn't they do, because your officials would have been on top of that project because it is a project of such uh, a high priority for, for, for your district. I think that's really the point. That, that he was making. Let me give Mr. Gumet an opportunity to also weigh in here. We're quickly running out of time and there are an, a, a number of issues that I know that uh, Mr. Humuga would also want to respond to. Uh, Mr. Gumet? Yes, Katie. I wanted to go back to this issue of the boreholes in, in, in Singa. Now, you are saying uh, under oath and you submit to South African Minister Commission that he has completed this project. He's saying that under oath as the Minister Manager. Then comes the spokesperson for the municipality and says, no, 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 that's not so. That's 30 million for the entire district. It's for 45 for homes. Then you divide this money, this 30 million by 45 for homes, you find that. Each for hold will cost 675000 Is that possible? Mm. Yeah. That's my question. That's that's absolutely astounding. Six hundred and seventy-five thousand for each and every borehole. Is that correct, Mr. Ngubani? 
I won't comment on that, but first and foremost, I think Mr. Kumete need to apologize to what he said to me. He said, I embezzled money in the first place. And he said he thought these bohols were from the district. Yes, I did explain. Mm. If, when we calculate the money, is about 33 million rand. And the boreholes are 45 uh, all over uh, Umzunyad. And we have a list of boreholes. I even so, so, so how much was being spent on each borehole according to your calculations? <laughs> uh, well, I'm not an expert on that, but I, I, what he might say... It's, it's simple, my... <laughs> simple maths. So 33 million divided by 45. What's the answer that you got, Mayor? It's about 733,000 uh, 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 rand. 733,000 rand for boreholes. That is yeah, absolute. That is daylight robbery. That is daylight robbery. But I'm not. I'm not part of that because what I did was to appreciate to our senior officials from the province that we got this amount of money for these set holes. But unfortunately, some of the boreholes um, were done where we also going to do some boreholes with the money that we got from the province as well. Uh, so. We couldn't say anything because these people were given to us. And I can tell you, I haven't seen their faces. And they just went on site. They bypassed us. They didn't even, they even went with, they worked with the local municipalities uh, better than us. And we didn't yeah. know. People are complaining to us, as Mr. Kumete said, I embezzled that money. We shall, he must apologize today. Because I'm happy that there's NEC as well. Uh, and, and I know All if right. there was time. Even the national minister was going to be there, but no more now the same minister I know for the fact that All right. the caretaker well is responsible for it. All right, Mr. Ngubani, let me give the MEC Homuga an opportunity to respond. We're quickly running out of time, so MEC, if you can keep it as brief as possible for me. But that's astounding. 735,000 rand spent on one borehole? <coughs> no, okay, uh, uh I, I can't comment on the on the figures because really uh, I, I we I, I was not part of the operational issues. However, I I I, I I'm noting that that remember that borehole is divided. In, there is a, a hand part borehole, there's a production borehole, and their specifications are different. But we are noting we are noting the figure. Hence, on this day, we are going through Umzinga and under Umzingati. We are going, if you have, if you have time, you can uh, uh, check with us Thursday late or any other day after Thursday. We are going to give you now specifics because we are not running away uh, to deal with specific issues, but we can't be want to be popular here and, and lie and, 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 and to, to listeners. I also feel sorry and, and, and also feel shame for the, the caller from Libombo who tried to compare uh, uh, Diane and us here in, oh. in case and because those are two different uh, provinces and we, maybe the way uh, he suffered uh, it's not the way uh, our people that are suffering but we are he said uh, politicians they don't go to uh, a site to verify I'm saying to you this I'm calling them it's not the first time I can give you the itinerary. I've been visiting a number of projects All to right. ensure that projects are completed 
our people they receive uh, uh, services. All right. We're going to have to leave it there for today. So my commitment is that we will follow up with the MEC's office because we need to get to the bottom of what has happened here. You know, boreholes generally cost about, I see here in the north, in Brits, 23000 to drill a borehole. How does that move to 735000 In which world? What kind of boreholes are these? It's a minute after midday. Let me hand you over to Sakina Kamwendo with the update at noon. Sakina, good afternoon.